Speaking of interesting conversations and joining us at a much earlier time zone in Texas is my guest today. His name is Mike Hoffman. He is a professional speaker and his bio says that he spent 30 years working or has spent 30 years working with organizations on igniting and equipping cultures of ownership and people of influence. Now, more than ever, we need to own our behaviors. Amen to that. We're going to jump into that in detail. We also need to own our interactions and success, Mike says. We all need to be positively outrageous. Now, that is a cool term, and we're going to explore that quite a bit. His URL, which I'm going to copy now and put into the chat, and we will make sure that it is also in the email that we send out to everyone, because that's where we get the lion's share of our views and listens is ignitingperformance.com. Everybody, you ready? Please welcome Mike Hoffman. Hey, Mike. Hey, hi, guys. How are you? Good. Good to be here. Thanks, Well, Good. And you are in, where in Texas? Did I see you? Carrollton, Texas, just north of Dallas, a little bit. Oh, okay. Carrollton, Texas. Let me see yeah. if I can find, here we go. Become positively outrageous. Great. And so, excuse me, how did this concept of being positively outrageous come about? Where, where, what was the genesis of that? Well, the, the term positively outrageous uh, came from a book that was written by T. Scott Gross, which is one of our partners for the company Positively Outrageous Service back in the back in the 90s. It, actually, it was the book. A lot of organizations adopted the concept of of separating and distinguishing our experience through experience and making it an edge as opposed to just something that was thrown in. It was one of the first that really sort of took that concept of your ability to have influence on the success of not only your team and how the company works, what it's like living here, but also with the customer experience that creates that wow experience you can't wait to tell others about. And that term positively outrageous service has to be put in there. Positively has to be put in there because we've all had service experiences that were outrageous. They weren't necessarily positively outrageous. (laughs) That's where the movement started. It's been going since, since the nineties. I absolutely love that. And yes, when you said that, I was thinking of course, positively outrageous as in Disney, as in just great service, excuse me. However, like most people, I was in a restaurant one time. We ordered like 15 of us ordered food and the server just quit. I mean, just said, this is it. Now that's outrageous. That's outrageous service. Why do you feel, I, I, I want you to talk please about us owning our behaviors, our attitudes, et cetera. But first to kick that off, why do you feel it's more difficult or do you feel and why it's more difficult to, for people to restrain themselves and to blame other people in situations right now. Oh, I, I, I think, first of all, I, I think we're all in charge 
of our actions. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's the call that we have to revamp and get back into, I, I think, our, our psyche, just, just, just reminding ourselves that I'm not a, really a victim of what's going on. It's still my choice to react to everything. And there's so much happening in the world right now that I think we all need to be reminded that I'm not responsible for everything, but I am responsible for what's happening in front of me, especially with the person that's in front of me. So that that uh, so we're, we're really trying to attack and kill that victim mentality that is so easy to have surround ourselves with these days by the choices that we make. Um, you are quite powerful with the people that walk away from you or that interact with you. And that's that's really where the battle cry lies. That's where the skill lies, is that I, I'm going to own this. I'm going to own you. And I'm so glad you got a hold of me today versus anybody else. <laughs> so that's what I, that's what we mean by choice and really owning that that interaction because of the influence that you have. Most people drift along and sort of accept what comes their way, if I'm yeah, hearing well, yeah, right, that, okay. as opposed to, uh, I'm thinking of a boat metaphor, and they're not even, they don't even have the rudder in the water, much less their hand on the till. They don't realize that they get to steer the course of their lives, and, but they're and, reactive yeah. instead. Oh, you betcha. It is so easy to feel that way today, too, with uh, just with all the things that have happening around the world, with uh, the things that are happening in Ukraine, the, the you know, the COVID. We, we have we there are so many massive things that are influencing our lives that we kind of forget that I still have massive influence right here. And uh, to hang on to that, I'll give you an example. When COVID first hit. Our family, you know, we are all trying to figure out this is massive. This is huge. Everybody was isolated and everything. And one of the things my 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 daughter did with her two daughters, which was awesome because we were missing two. We were missing our grandkids. And all of a sudden we look out the window. Uh, we get a call saying, hey, look out, look out the window. And this is when everybody was really locked in. Everybody was locked down. We, were, we didn't know what was going on. Afraid to touch anybody. And her car drives up and her window rolls down about three inches and this this tube flies out the window and they they haul off. And we ran outside and look at the tube and the kids had gotten on the ground and they're four or five years old. They had got she had gotten them on the ground and she 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 outlined them in construction paper, you know, the big, long butcher paper that you roll out. And it was a it was a drive by hug is what it was. And it, it was it, it was everything I, and that really stuck with me because it changed everything. And we had a lot of wow. and we never stopped. And that's what I'm talking about. Well, that sounds like your concept of loving louder. Oh, absolutely. Talk absolutely. about loving louder. What does that mean? And how do we love louder? This, this book was originally written uh, with the concept of how do you bring love to the workforce? How do, how do you bring love to our teams? How do we bring love to, to work? And, and loving louder to me is, uh, you know, we had we had some things happen here in Dallas that were horrific. We had a shooting here in Dallas that I remember my reaction to it that night and everything closed in. Everything closed. As a matter of fact, I, I was ready to give it up and say, we've, we've gone nuts. We've gone crazy. I'm gathering my family. We're locking the doors. It's it. I'm done. Thank you, America. And I remember getting rather upset about that. And, and I, I got mad, actually. And what I got mad at was the concept of me closing in because that's exactly what we need to do opposite of and the concept of when the noise of the world gets loud especially negative it is our challenge to love louder it's the only way to defeat the noise in the world is to be louder in us in in how we love and that's where the term love louder came from 
It's I was thinking of I was thinking of Dennis Waitley's uh, definition of love, and if I can remember it, it is unconditional acceptance and looking for the good. And looking so that, for the good. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's those two things combined, and that ties in so well with your your concept because the idea of accepting what it is and looking for the good, as opposed to what most of us struggle with. I'm not accepting, and I'm noticing what is bad, and especially I mean, in other people and situations. Yes. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, you know, and and to choose to react positively. You know, it's too, it's it's not it, it I, I agree. I really agree with that. And I love it as an action word. Love is an action word. So what can I do in this situation that is that that stands out? And, and the concept for positively outrageous service is that wow experience you can't wait to tell somebody about. And that is an action word like mm. love. I was speaking with someone uh, last week doing an interview and they, it, something just hit me. And it is that if I can recall the way our, a lot of our um, customer service is in this country, it's usually people who are not the best paid. They're often the worst paid people. And we're expecting a positive customer service out of these people whom themselves have probably never experienced exceptional customer service. And so I can imagine it's a challenge to get people to be positively outrageous who have experienced negativity in their life. How do we address that conundrum? I, I think you've answered it, which is you have to address it. We, we work with organizations around culture and the culture is, is what is the foundation of everything. You can't have two faces. It's very difficult to have a negative culture and then expect everybody to be positively outrageous in their service. It doesn't work that way. It's going to show, but um, uh, it's interesting. We ask a question when I'm working with an organization, we commonly ask a question, Hey, raise your hand. If you've ever experienced those moments when you've done business with somebody or you interacted with something that, and, and just it, the way that it was done was so good that it made you go, wow, this, I love working with these folks. And we have people raise their hand. And then, and then we ask the question, how many of you have, have experienced that in the last 12 months? And all the hands go down, maybe one or two. It's, it's very common, no matter where we go. And that's around the world, not just the United States. It's very common that, that there has been a lack of really uh, positively outrageous service in our experiences. And the, the, the question is why? And it, it, for us, it comes down to culture. It's we have to reignite our, our, our cultures and our organizations that this is not just a customer service person's title. This is what we do as an organization. And if it doesn't bleed through us, it's not going to bleed through them. So when we work with a company, we usually start, start on the inside. And but sometimes we start with the leadership, you know, the stinks, you know, the, the fish stinks from the head and that's you guys. <laughs> so let's ignite you. <laughs> we'll start there first. Yeah. Uh, and can you give me some examples of, in your mind, companies who get it right? I always like to throw out Disney and say, you know, when people don't want to go to Disney because of the lines, because of the pricing and everything, I'm like, I sometimes want to go there just to sit in the restaurant and have the server serve me because it is so exceptional compared to other places. What are some companies that in your mind are getting it right or doing their best to, to improve? 
Oh, some of the uh, larger organizations that you've noticed, you know, Disney uh, has always built their organization on experience. Uh, that's that was number one was experience. And I know they've been in the news a lot lately, and, and that's that that will be challenged. And it's even more important now to up the experience because that's what we're looking for right now. It's got to be obvious. But, you know, uh, classic organizations, as a matter of fact, um, I know that in the very, very beginning, one of the claims to fame for positively outrageous service was Southwest Airlines. Um, in the very beginning, they were a small puddle hopper organization and they, they wanted to build their organization around the experience itself. And they took actually the book Positively Outrageous Service and created their own program. They even called it Positively Outrageous Service the Southwest Way. And wow, I didn't yeah. know that because I read the book, The Southwest Way, the Southwest which Way. I thought was exceptional. And it taught me so much. And I have a rule. I either fly Southwest or first class on other airlines because I have to get first class service on other airlines to equal Southwest. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us more about that. please. Well, well, we've always had we've heard lots of stories around, you know, um, which is really what what creates that ex that 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 reputation are the individual examples with outrageous service. And so Southwest went out of their way to create a lot of them in the beginning that people began to look for. Uh, fun ways that that uh, no other airlines did. The the, uh, the way that they did their their safety messages was was legendary, and that started because the the employees were empowered to do three things. And this is what Positive Outrageous Service book was based on. So there are three things that you can do to be Positive Outrageous Service today. Oh. Uh, in your families, with your teams, with uh, you know, at work, in the grocery store, I, I want us to love louder. And here's three ways you can do it today. Um, find a way to do one of these every day, if not all three, but at least one a day for this next coming week, and you see what happens just in how people relate to you. Number one, be random and unexpected. Just find ways to bring bring the positiveness in a random and unexpected way go the extra mile do something that people are not expecting this is where your humor can really show up send somebody a love note that didn't expect it you're sitting next to people all day long that are doing fun things that need to know hey i noticed that you are awesome today or or you know um uh, i'll give you an example i was at a hotel where uh, i had asked if somebody had a newspaper because the client i was going to see was in the newspaper and he said, well, that's one of the ones that we don't have on the on the on the stand. But if you'll hang on right here, I'll go get you one. And he came around the the, the desk and went out the door. And I'm going, no, 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 wait. And somebody else came up to me. I said, is he going to get me a paper? He goes, yeah. And I go, I didn't ask him to do that. He goes, oh, don't worry about it. He's a he'll be back in just a second. It's just right down the street. Wow. It, I mean, I've been talking about that forever. That just yeah. blew me out of the way. So random and unexpected, out of proportion to the circumstances, find a way to go above and beyond today. Just because. Just cause go above and beyond. And number three is find a way to have fun. Add fun. Bring the joy. People are, they're starving for it. So find a way to add some joy today in a little way with the person that you're in front of, whether it's your attitude, whether it's a dad joke, whether it's, you know, just doing something that, that, that will bring a smile to somebody's face and you watch what happens. Three simple things you can do right now to be, to be, to be that wow that people go, you know, I'm so glad I'm working with you today. I'm so glad that you're here. It's so interesting that you say random. A um, friend of mine works for uh, North Point Development, Kansas City, Missouri. Went from a startup eight years ago to more several billion dollars now. And one of the things they do is these random things to surprise people, make them feel good, 
they have a company Ferrari. And if you do a really good thing during the week, you can get to keep the Ferrari over the weekend and all this kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, but again, when you schedule something, there's the anticipation of it happening, but there's not the surprise. And we really seem to, human beings seem to love that surprise factor, don't we? Oh yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing better than, there's nothing that creates a wow with a simple act of love or, or, and a simple act of joy. It's just, uh, uh, it's, it, we just don't get it enough these days. And the, it is the counter to what's going on and all the negativity in the world and the stress and everything else that, that we've always experienced, but we need even more now, more now, more than ever. Yeah. There's, there is always my, uh, complaint free concept started 15 years ago, long before all of this stuff. And yet, because I get a complaining alert from Google, whenever somebody uses that in a headline, it has blown up in the last couple of years. You talk about um, why our success is not in our DNA. Uh, talk more about that. Would you please explain what you mean by that? Yeah. How many times have you, uh, you know, been at the birthing of a child and the doctor came to you and said, Congratulations. What an effective closer. <laughs> Look at the customer service person on that little face. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, oh my gosh, you know, manager, leader. <laughs> Congratulations. It's, it, it's, they'll never say it. They'll never say that because our success, the things that we do, what we've been hired to, you know, are the, the things that we perform is a skill and people are the same way. We have to make conscious choices to, to have influence. And every once in a while, we need to be reminded that those positive choices that you make every day, those things that you do that are out of proportion are so, they create more of a wow than you know. So we have to put them in on purpose. I carry a, uh, uh, I'll show you. I even have little notes and I, I'll even give these away. If you if you have people uh, say, hey, I want one, send me your send me your address, I'll send you one. But I even have little stickers I put on my computer that remind me, uh, hey, do one of these every single day, random and unexpected, out of proportion, and play. I have to be reminded because it doesn't happen by itself. I have to go out of my way and, and want to be an agent of influence. And that's what I mean by it's not on your DNA. It's got to be a skill. So let's up the skill. So you want people to email you to get that? Because I already know people are going, oh, I want that. Yeah. About the first 10 people that email me, um, I will send them a book as well. I'll send them a book, Positively Outrageous Service. Yeah, I will. I'll do it. And uh, I'll send everybody who sends me an email a, a card that, that helps them be random and unexpected out of proportion and play. Uh, they can wow. keep on their computer. You betcha. So is it Michael at ignitingperformance.com? Ignitingperformance.com. Absolutely. Trying to, I was trying to remember your email address, and I may have misspelled igniting. I did. Is it N I G H T or N I T I N G? I G N I T I N G. I G N I T. I'm going to chat. Put this in the chat, and you make sure I got it right. (laughs) I'll give you. I'll give you an example of somehow this has really kind of had an impact. We did some brainstorming with a team that was a a call center, and uh, they did a great job uh, in. But and they're a world organization, and their organization in the U.S. out in Orlando uh, have have always done a really great job. But they've never been number one. They've been like number three, number four, or anything else. And they really wanted to go out of their way to kind of 
what can we do to up the wow experience? And so we did some brainstorming. We had some fun. We played some games and really got our juices flowing. And one of the things that came up very, very simple was when somebody calls in and they get their uh, they get their answer every once in a while. It doesn't have to be every one of them, but every once in a while, we can find opportunities to call them back. A day later, two days later, whatever, they, especially if it's an important one and just say, hey, this is Michael from this particular call center. I just want to know, did you did you get everything did that 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 come through for you? Did you get that answer? Did it work? And that follow up call, random and unexpected, never been done before. That simple little thing. People are going, oh, my gosh, it's going to add so much work. It didn't. They were 15 second calls. They were, you know, just a, just the act of reaching out, saying, I just want to make sure you got your answer threw them up the charts. People were going, who are you guys? And they would have fun with it. They would have, you know, they said, hey, this is your follow-up call just to let you know I've missed you. It's been a day and a half. And uh, I wanted to know if you're doing okay. You know, they had they had a blast with it and it changed everything. So it's, you know, this the, these things are not light and they're very important and they create a wow. And they are the things that make you stand out. They are, they, they allow creativity rather than competition. And that is what I've always seen in Southwest and that they are not trying to compete so much, even though they were the most profitable company in the United States for many years, but they are trying to just create those weird wow things. So the biggest thing was if we are not having fun, they're not having fun. And they really worked on their culture. Uh, they they worked on their culture, their people internally. It was a blast to work here. That was the whole point. That's what Herb started was it's got to be fun here. And they went nuts with it. They interviewed people for fun. You didn't get hired if they didn't think you were going to have fun. And that was the one element. A lot of people put that one last, flip, okay, play, whatever. But that was actually the foundational core of the culture that was created on purpose was you, we have to have fun more than how can we have our customers have fun? It started with us. We have to be having a blast. What a shift. What, what a, shift. a shift. And wow. you can tell it when you go into a restaurant or you go anywhere. If the people themselves are having fun, it just makes it a much more pleasant experience. And easier. So and much easier. easier. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I know that... A lot of my previous speaking clients have uh, continued to listen to these jump starts, and I want to invite you to check out Michael Hoffman, Mike Hoffman, ignitingperformance.com. If I were the leader of a small to large company or even a huge one, I would want that culture of having fun because as we talked the other day, the number one thing that's been found about good leaders versus bad leaders is both of them get the work done but the bad leaders cause turnover and retention is so important. So this is all exciting. Mike, thanks very much. Everybody, once again, email Michael at ignitingperformance.com. I know that Christelle has already emailed. Put the headline. You can put my name. You can put Jumpstart. Just make it clear so that Mike can tell. Mike, are you uh, traveling to speak anytime soon? Yeah, I'm going to be in Orlando coming up uh, pretty quick here. Um uh, we've got a couple of engagements that uh, have us spattered out throughout the organization. We were just in Wisconsin a little while ago, and uh, uh, we're going to be up in Nashville. I'm going to be up in Nashville uh, coming up and New Orleans. So we've got some fun places that are going. Finally, wow. people are loosening up and they're getting together again, which is awesome. I know. Isn't it great? I've got a um, 
I do 40 speeches a year. That's it. And I've got the numbers one through 40 on a board up here. And we've got circled all the way up to 29. So we're already booked 29 for the year. And then I bring a refrigerator magnet and cover the number up so that my team gets excited and can see that. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be in uh, Dallas and, and Orlando and DC in the next couple of weeks. So oh, man. if we pass in the airport now, at least I know what you look like. So take care. Thanks again, Mike. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. No more, no more complaining people. Their lives are changing. We're flying high, creating a complaint-free world. No more, no more complaining people. Their lives are changing. We're flying high, creating a complaint-free world. No more, no more.